Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Authentic as Fog podcast. My name is Sun. <clears throat> I am a marketer. I teach brand storytelling and also personal branding. And in this podcast, I, I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs who have personal brands or we um, I'll coach them through personal branding questions and things like that. So today, we have a Night Owl Nation member, Rob. Welcome, Rob. Hey, Sun. How you doing? Welcome. So good, good to see you. Rob is like a, you're like a core member of our, <laughs> of our community. So I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes today. Awesome. Same here. Thank you. So yeah, let's start by like for people who don't know you. Uh, yeah. You want to do like a quick intro where you're from? What do you sure. do? Well, my name is Rob. I am uh, originally Dutch. I uh, currently live in Connecticut in the United States. I moved here in uh, 2019 with my wife, who's uh, helping her farm, her family's farm sanctuary run, uh, you know, uh, smoothly, etc. Personally, myself, I do, I, I design brands and, and websites and, you know, messaging for conscious creators that are kind of like more spiritually inclined, infusing their message and their brand with their spiritual values and beliefs, etc. And uh, and that's what I've been doing since uh, yeah. 2009 professionally. So you, I think you do very similar thing that I do. And you work with a lot of like people in the spiritual space. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have like a, are you stuck somewhere? Do you have a specific question for me today or? Okay, I think that's a very good question. Am I stuck somewhere? Well, I'm coming out of a very interesting time, having moved to the US, having gone through, you know, lockdown, and also having had some real medical issues that were very unforeseen and nothing to do with my health, but just like genetics caused me to have heart surgery and also recent back surgery, which kind of put me down, like literally on my back, but also mentally, I guess. And, um, you know, having had quite an interesting journey, like living in India and traveling around Asia and the world, and then like learning to stand on my own legs, like not living in an ashram, but learning to, you know, work. I started working for an agency in Holland at some point, And then I, 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 I went solo and I started working with some of the biggest uh, coaches in Holland and uh, doing very well and getting all the fame and the recognition and the, the wait list and, and, and stuff like that. And having moved here and then going through COVID, like I, I like my interest and my emphasis had really changed, and I wanted to completely reinvent myself. And I'm kind of in that in that sort of process myself right now. And having joined Night Owl Nation six months ago has really opened my eyes to a lot of things that were there, but I didn't really like see those dots and connect those dots. So that's. And like, am I stuck? I'm kind of like really at a crossroads of like, how do I like sort of jump back into the game? Because I love what I do, um, but I'm not doing it at the scale that I think I'm able to. But I'm just not, I just haven't find, found that like sweet spot yet. Uh, I see what you mean. Well, when you say, okay, let's, let's, the thing about the, a lot of the things that we do at Night Owl, we, we have to use words to do storytelling, right? But I, I put a lot of f- emphasis on the words by itself doesn't really mean anything, right? Mm. So one of the words that you used was that you want to really dive in, right? So let's break down what, like, what is it that you think? Okay, one of the, I want to preface this by saying that I, I, I find it 
fascinating that you spent years in the ashram, you, you, you studied all of this, mm. and then now you come to Night Owl Nation, mm. and you feel that you, you can take something away from Night Owl Nation. And I'm thinking, I'm sitting here thinking, going like, what can Night Owl Nation possibly give you that the ashram can't, oh. right? Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and going like, okay, so, so for, first of all, so I, I almost feel like maybe you already know the answer. Mm. So that's why I want to dive, dive, dive deep a little bit. Okay. So when you say you have, you're not really diving in mm. or you're, you're not really doing it at the scale or doing it like you're not really fully jumping in or something like that. Like what is Something's that? has been holding me mean? back. Yeah. And of course, you know, I, I've had heart surgery and all, all of that, like for about two years, it's mm. been really, I wouldn't say rough because I somehow make, make it work, you know, for myself, my life, like my garden sure. and all that stuff. I get a lot of joy out of that. Uh, yeah. But at some point, and I think that moment has arrived since I feel like a lot more energy, um, that it's time to really jump back in. But I, I like whatever oh. brand of myself I had put out before, like I've taken all of that down and I wanted to really come back with a, a, a much more simplified version. Got it, got this it. Sort of, like our brand. So you don't want to just pick up where you left off? No, I don't. I don't. So, so but I do wanna, have a lot of people yeah. still in my community, like people that yeah, kind of yeah. like loosely follow me, clients that I work with that that would recommend me, etc. Um, it's just really like, what is my message this time? Like, it, and it's really funny because I help clients do this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I don't even know like how to apply this to myself because I'm a yeah. you know perfectionist, I guess, or maybe a recovering perfectionist, and and maybe I'm just not really clear. I have so many passions and so many interests that I'd like to talk about and mention. And so what could Night Owl possibly give me, like having studied in ashram and having quite a, a colorful life myself? Yeah, that's a that's a really good question that, that I find. I, I, I'm very intrigued by the way that, see, I known your agency since 2000, maybe 16, 17, when oh. some of my clients were directly working with Gabby. And so I saw, of course, the first thing I always do, go to the footer, like, who made this stuff? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but I never okay. saw, I never put your face with Night on Before it. I put out content, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. but only about maybe six or seven, eight months ago, I came across your IG lives and, and the, uh, you know, the Q&As, ask me anything and all that sort of thing. I was like, this is really interesting stuff. Like the way that what you, like the way you pick things apart the way how you, you connect the dots and make me think like, oh, I never thought of it that way. That's really, I love that style because I'm a bit mm -hmm. similar. Like, I wouldn't say I'm like mm -hmm. you, but I, I relate to it like a lot, you know? So when I asked mm -hmm. in the chat, like, well, what are you talking about this community? I don't know. How do I join? And Tabitha was like, hey, you should go to sunyu.co. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, I joined yeah, like, on yeah. the spot and came back. And yeah. so going through the some of the videos that you posted and going through some of the assignments and also bought your course, by the way, on Domestica. And to me, it's just all like the whole new sort of chapter is opening up like storytelling. I always mm. thought I kind of knew what it means, but the way that you simplify it and step by step, like guide me through this process and have me experience those moments of aha. And like, wow, I never thought of it that way. Or like, yeah, okay, yeah, these yeah. are dots and connect those dots. I'm already experiencing that almost every week with all of the assignments. And that really gives me like, wow, I want to be close to this. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, okay. So let me break down something here. Okay. I think everyone has to live their own life. 
right? And when I see, like, when I look at, like, monks, right? Like, monks mm -hmm. in the ashram and stuff like that, or just people who, who like, practice that lifestyle, I'm like, wow, those people really, like, like they know what's up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I just feel like they've reached a point where they know what's up, right? And, and though, I don't know. Maybe I don't agree that life is all about just enlightenment, just knowing what's up and be like, oh yeah, just being cool with it. And like, like I don't, I don't know if that's what life is all about. Do you understand what I mean? Like for me, I actually think the the sins, not just the virtues. Yeah. Like yes, I agree. We need to drop all of our egos and blah blah blah. blah. Yes. But I also think the sins and the um, the vices are part of life too. Yeah. <laughs> the other side of it, <laughs> like oh, making sure. money, <laughs> things like oh, yeah. that, like enjoying enjoying those kind of stuff. Oh yeah. So because I be I believe that both are equally part of life. Yeah. I don't know if I can live like a monk, and I don't agree. Like like I agree that maybe I'll have a much, you know, I'll be much more enlightened. I'll be probably happier and all of that. I probably will be, but I don't know if I want to be happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's the full spectrum of, of being human, right? With all of its uh, shortcomings yeah. and all of its, you know, highs and lows and all, yeah, yeah, yeah. full range. We have to experience. Yeah. And, and I think everybody has to kind of uh, live their own life. I think there are people out there who that is right for them, right? And then there are people out there who just chasing pleasure is right mm -hmm. for them, right? Or at that time, maybe. And this is right for this person at that time. For me, I just feel like I need to constantly practice this side, mm -hmm. like, because I'm so, I'm so far like a pleasure chaser sure. <laughs> that I need to constantly chase this side to like balance, balance me out. But I, I don't know if I can go full that way. But anyway. So I, I, I want to preface it by saying that, like, I, I think everybody has to kind of understand themselves and how they fit in the world and therefore connecting those dots every day, practicing it. I think that just helps us understand ourselves more. Right. I totally relate. Absolutely. And, and that's why I'm sitting here and not being a monk, although I have that inner sort of monk in, in me, I guess, the, the sort yeah. of character building that happens in those form formative years. Um, and I still believe all those principles and I practice most of them still, yeah. but in a different yeah. way. Like I integrate them in, in daily life, in, in business, in, in, in my work, in my relationships, in my passions. And, um, and it's like, I relate a lot to like Jay Shetty. I live that similar monk life. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, same, exactly. Yeah. Same. So I think we should look at it like that. So if you want to bring that mentality into your life right now yeah. or my life, it's kind of like this, right? I don't really have a big purpose or why or like something that defines me, right? Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not going to get meaning from one thing mm -hmm. is what I'm saying, right? I'm, I'm getting meaning from all of the, every little thing that I do in, all day, every day, right? So that's where I'm getting my meaning from. So therefore, I'm not out searching for meaning. Like what is that? Like what? What am I really doing? Okay, am I am I helping people storytelling? Am I just helping people think? Am I people connecting the dots? Am I teaching this? Am I helping uh, entrepreneurs like with business? Am I helping 
like am I helping with personal branding? Like I'm not I'm not really focused on defining what that is. Right? Like I because some people will come to me and say, son, you're such a great storyteller. Or night out like or night owl is so good at learning storytelling. But some people will say, you know, night owl is good at like figure finding out like more about yourself. Some people might say something else. Everyone has a different thing they take away from me. Sure. But I'm not really concerned about um, where that I need to define myself in order for me to find meaning or fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Because that's my ego speaking. Like the fact that I even have to like define myself. Okay, sure. I am this thing, and this is my strength, and this is what I'm all about. Is 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 already kind of going against. But that's my struggle. That like you asked me like what's your here's struggle? the beauty to to get out there again and like so what what do I do really? Because Here, here's the thing about personal branding. One of the things I learned about personal branding is this: we, it's our job to be like, okay, this is your personal brand, define it, and and kind of like do that, and we tell people to do that, right? But the thing is, what that message attracts is it it attracts egos mm-hmm. because. Ego is the one who wants to identify, identify themselves, <laughs> brand ourselves. Engineered. Yeah, like know what it is. Like That's why I say ego is our, like our publicist on our shoulder, right? Yeah. It's not <laughs> like, true. oh, you should do that. You should do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. That, that, I learned that about personal branding. So the way I look at it is like the reason why I connect the dots and things like that is I use that. Like in order to find out like what my weaknesses are, what my uh, what my strengths are, and maybe maybe I'll use it to to teach this lesson to this person, or sell sell this thing to this person, or sell this idea to this person. So I use all of my skills like that, the connecting with that storytelling skill, for specific tasks. Yeah, but I don't use it to define who I am. I think, you have a, I think you have a keen human interest and in understanding human psychology and to use that to navigate relationships and to uplift people's own work in the world, right? Through personal branding, through messaging. That, like, but that's just what you think. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, that's, that's, that's my yeah. Yes. If that's I what I mean. But I, that's why I don't want to label myself. Yeah, right? yeah. Because exactly. yeah. once you start labeling yourself, what ends up happening is then you start searching, right? Then, like, let's go back to the ashram studies, right? Like, what happens when you start searching, right? Then you're not going to find it, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, so, absolutely. I, I totally, totally agree. Like, you got to just go start this journey completely open and see where it takes you. But there's still something inside me that I bring with me everywhere that kind of mm-hmm. defines me. And, and so I think what you're doing with... But I don't think you should think about that is what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, yes, I agree. I, I agree that there's something about you that defines you. There's something about me that defines me that's unique in my DNA, whatever it is, or whatever in my personal experience or whatever that traumas that shape me or whatever it is. Sure. I am unique in my own way that's different yeah. than you. I agree. Yeah. But I guess what I'm trying to say is this, and, and people can kind of sense what that is. Fine. I myself, I'm, and I'm not going to label it myself. Is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to tell you what that is. But I'm a brand is also you. not what you say it is, right? It's what others exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it is. So, yeah. so here's the here's the thing, right? Okay. 
So what do I say that my brand is? Right. You can't tell me. No, I can't. Right. Or, or even Night Owl Nation, right? You can't tell me because I never say it. Yeah. It's because I try not to think about it. Right. Because I know that once I start thinking about, okay, what is Night Owl Nation? Okay, yeah. what, what is it? Like purpose, blah, blah, blah. Yes, I wrote it all out. Yeah. But then if I keep, but then I try not to keep thinking about it over and over and over and over again. Like try to be like, is that really what it is? Maybe it's not. Fine. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those exactly. are just words, right? Exactly. So I, what I do is I don't put too much meaning into what Night Owl Nation is or who I really am. Cool. I, I try not to ask my those myself those questions because I know where that's going to take me. Mm-mm. But instead, what I try to do is I, I try to discover a little bit more of it every day. Yeah. By storytelling, right? Yeah. And I use the, the skill because... Okay, so then you're going to ask me, son... But that's your whole job is to define people's personal brand and blah, blah, blah. So how are you going to do Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's what you're going to ask me. That right? was my question. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then I'm going to say this. Yes, I am going to. Like, I'm going to define your brand. I'm going to define their brand. I'm going to define your brand based on what, other, what we see objectively. Yeah. But I'm not going to do it for myself. Yeah. Because whatever I come up with myself... Is it's really my ego coming up with that? You're right. Do you understand what I mean? So I see personal branding and just figure out, figure out, figuring out your kind of what is it that makes you you, and then like how to craft that message and branding, personal branding, all of that. That is a skill that you can use, but it's not. It's 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 a skill just like fixing shoes is a skill, making website is a skill. It's it's a skill just like that. That you can use for a specific goal, Mm-mm. right? So if I'm trying to sell this thing, I'm not using storytelling to define me. But what I'm using storytelling is to define this thing for this purpose, so that I can sell this. It's a vehicle. And my, yeah. If and my message is to do this, okay. Then on when I'm on stage, I'm using this to. So I am using. So it's like a skill like that. But you can't use this skill to really define who you are mm-hmm. as a person. And I think that's a problem, right? Like a lot of people, you know what you're starting to make me realize is that that is actually the number one thing that people, all my clients want me to do. Mm-hmm. Like every client that comes to me for some reason thinks that son, like they think that working with me, that I'll give them this one sentence or one tagline. <laughs> that yeah, just encapsulates like, <laughs> your work is way more than applying some skills like in terms of personal branding and everything in the book it's also like really almost like a like a, a psychotherapy or a session where you try to pull out like what's really in them like what drives a person what moves them no, what but, right hear, hear me out yeah so day one or okay first half the project is is literally them keep asking me who am I? What's my brand? What's uh, our brand? Well, well, in like basically one sentence or one tag, like like it's them constantly asking me and me constantly telling them like that's not how it works. Yeah. Like you're like I can't define your brand in one sentence. Like you know, like, that's, like this battle of going back and forth is like half the project. Yes. Do you understand what I mean? 
And even at the end, they're not fully satisfied. And the reason why is because I am telling you that it's because there's no one sentence that defines you. Mm-hmm. What you do is you just go out. When I'm selling this thing, this product, I tell this story to tell this story, this product. When I give this talk, I tell this story. Yeah. Um, when I, you know, when I'm on, you know, so I, I tell all different kinds of stories, right? And and through just putting myself out there authentically for years or whatever, people will define you. But that's the key word. Authenticity. That's the key word. That is the key word. If you ask me, so if you allow a person to just be them and not try to contrive or engineer a message or a picture or an image, but you just speak like the things that matter most to you on specific topics that's relevant for that moment, that day, that client, that situation, then what emerges that image or whatever, that's truly you. And that's how people will recognize you. Yeah. It's much, much deeper than that. It's not only just truly you. But what we're trying to find out is this, right? What is our brand message? Mm-hmm. Because what what's truly you is many things. It's not your brand message for your personal. So here's, I'm going to make it very, very tangible. So we have the story for our sales page for our membership. We have the story for our sales page for our uh, three-day workshop. We have our sales page for, sales message for our TED Talk. We have our sales message for our when we do our pitch meeting for our employees when we hire. Like so, let's say we have all these different stories. Blah, blah, blah. The thing we're looking for is okay, what about when you click on about us mm-hmm. or about me? What's the story that's gonna go on there? That's the thing, right? That's the hero. What's my hero's journey? What's my what's my Jay Shady story, right? That's what I'm looking for. What's my Mel Robbins story, right? Here's the thing: the reason why most people are not satisfied by the end of my project, including like even people with clear messages like Mel Robbins, Gabby Mertz, like even people that have clear messages like that, that other people think is, oh, it's crystal clear. Yeah. They themselves don't feel like it's crystal clear. Other people feel like Jay Shetty's message is crystal clear, but they don't think so. Hmm. Everybody thinks Mel Robbins' message is crystal clear. Pretty clear. But they don't think so. Huh. Everyone thinks my message is crystal clear, yeah, yeah. but I don't think so. Oh, I see. I see. That's how it's always going to be. That's interesting. And the reason why it's going to be like that is because it's this. Because if I try to define myself, my ego, or whatever it is, I am hu- I'm a lot of things. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm a combination of a lot of very different things. But basically what you're asking for, if you want me to give you that, Jay Shady story or Mel Robbins story or if what you're asking for is this. Even though this is all of you, son, give me this. Yeah. This one little slice, okay? And I can do that. I can define that one story. That's going to define your brand for your mission for the world. Mm-hmm. But there's no way that that defines you. Right. That's it's, just a small one, slice of you. That's it, yeah. And you have to be okay with that. Yeah. So me... Being pissed off at all these like um, uh, fake gurus, sell, like overselling and yeah. and kind of like you know over under delivering and things like that. Yeah, that's it's my mission is to create something better. So you know to fix all of that. That's not that's not what defines me as a person, right? You know, it's 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 my message when you click on about Night Owl Nation. 
Yeah, but it's... here's the thing: most people cannot kill their darlings. That's so, right. so they're not satisfied. When I say, okay, this is your mission, this is your story, and this is what defines you, this is your personal brand, they're like, no, I'm not satisfied because that's not all I am. That is my biggest problem, to kill my darlings because there's so many things that I think are great to put out, and I'm not because I don't want to kill the other darlings. And to, like, to make a decision, actually, that's real leadership. It's because, you, it's because we're too attached to this idea. Definitely. That we need to create this perfect identity of us. Oh. But the thing is, the perfect identity that's going to go viral, the perfect identity that everyone's going to love, is actually going to be the tiny little pie of your, the, your identity yeah. that's going to do well. Yeah. If you try to combine your entire identity and try to sell it, yeah. nobody's going to care. That's so good. You're good. You're good. That's awesome. No, and I'm realizing that too. Like, and I think that if you just go and do what you're doing and what we're asked to do to, you know, uh, post these reels and tell a story, tell something that's on your mind that bothers you or something you need to, that needs to change or that storytelling that coming from a real place, like something that's not contrived or engineered or somehow like choreographed or with some sort of uh, agenda, but just really talking your mind. And if you do that, you know, long enough then something in yourself also starts to become clear because when you talk about it, I think it becomes clear just by doing, by sharing it. Yeah. People's feedback. Like right and, now. And right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning from this. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, yeah. that pie thing, that little slice yeah. of pie thing. That's a good one. Here's the thing. What happens is, for me, what happens is usually a concept is like not crystal clear. Okay, this is what's happening. Yeah. It's like, okay, something interesting is going on here. Where everybody thinks that they have this, they need this clear idea of this brand message, like Mel Robbins, or yeah. a clear message, right? Yeah. Just do it, yeah. right? I never thought of it that way. Everybody thinks that, and they think that like these people got it. Yeah. But then when you go, I, I know for a fact that when I ask them, they don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> they don't think it's crystal clear. Something's going on here. It's crazy. Now you hit the nail on the head. Like if like like somebody in branding recently asked the question to, to the group and she's like, okay, so if you do a search for on, you know, on your name in, in social media, the various platforms, like, how do you feel about the thing that you're seeing? And I'm like, I'm a mess. I'm like all over the map. Like I got Hare Krishna stuff on there. I got branding stuff on there. I got messaging on there, like all stuff that I really love, you know, like could be a song from, you know, the cult that I just really dig at the moment, or could be, you know, like something from India, like me in the in, in ashram life or something about branding that I'm just really digging at the moment. That's me. But what you're what I'm getting from this, it's really choosing, deciding that you're going to go with this slice. OK, I see what you mean. Yeah. OK, now let's get to that next step, because okay. there's a lot of misunderstanding here, too. Number one. The way you're going to find out that what that slice is, yeah. is by putting all of you out there. Because when you put all of you out there, like nobody's going to care about these things. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, every time you talk about this, it just keeps hitting mm -hmm. for some reason. And then every time you talk about this, it keeps hitting for some reason. Okay? That means you found that overlap between that piece of you and what the world wants from you. Right. Because... The world doesn't want all of you all the time. Right. <laughs> but that there's one slice piece of you that the world really wants. But the only way to find that is to put all of you out there, right? Mm -hmm. Okay? So then, so 
for me, I'm right now even at the process of still doing that. And that actually, that process never stops. That's why Gary V puts out like his Pokemon card content and stuff like that. It's because I think that process of finding yourself that really never stops, right? Yeah. The, the, the finding yourself that clicks with the world too, right? But here's the thing. Even though you think you search yourself, okay, that's a mess, right? And you think that you're putting yourself out there. I guarantee you what you're doing is you're not doing it enough. You need to put more mess out there. <laughs> you're not putting enough. Because right now, when, when I Google, there's this mess, mm-hmm. right? But it's not clear out of this mess. One, th- one thing doesn't pop come up. out of it, clear, pop up clearly. Right. That's because you didn't put enough mess out there yet. <laughs> the more it, it, It's like a... It's like an economy of scale. It's like it's kind of like sample size and in, in data testing, right? Yeah. Like, you, there's no way for you to know who you really are with that small sample size of mess out there. Once you put out more of it, which is what everybody's scared to do, it's like, hey, I need to define myself clearly before I put more out of it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But then what you can th- to do is you need to put more mess out. So once you put out this much mess out there, and then you Google yourself. What's going to happen is everything that comes up is going to be in this neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. These won't even rank. <laughs> okay. But all of these articles where you talk about this, all your content where you talk is going to be start ranking. And Google will tell you who you, what that is. Actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, here's the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. By then, you don't even have to, def- like, that's, that's the thing. Like, I just feel like it, when it when it becomes crystal clear what your brand is, it's almost like to you you don't even know you still don't know what it is. And the yeah, reason I mean, that, I'm, but, not, I'm not even <laughs> super interested in defining it actually. Like that, I'm, I've come to a point, and when I hear you talk about yourself, I'm like, oh, I, so maybe I'm not that crazy. Like that yeah, maybe not. it's not that I don't know. It's just that I re- don't really care. And I'm I'm telling clients also like don't get too hung up about it. Like just put yourself yeah. out there and be real. That's that's my message really. Just be real. Don't try to like you know over engineer it and oh like and you will get better and more yeah. clear in how you deliver that message. Sure, I mean we can learn you know storytelling tools and like there's ways to get a point across and to back up your claim with a good story, right? And it's also entertaining. That's that's a that's, yeah. a, that's a bonus. But if you can help another person and also help yourself grow and get clear. As the more you do it, the more clear, like if you cake and bake the first time, it might be a sloppy cake, but you do it 10 times, it's, it's a much better cake. And then you start to like embellish it a little bit and make it like more interesting, but the core is still the same. Yeah. So, I mean, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, and that's what I'm getting out of Night Owl too. I have to say, you know, really, really doing the analysis, like looking at our life, looking at our life story, like what are some of the defining moments that I don't really think about consciously? I mean, they're there. And I'll tell them like when I meet a friend or somebody asking me like, so what have you done? But I don't really understand, like I've never really understood sort of the dots. And that's what I'm really, really grateful for. Like anything, like you talk, we're talking about leadership this week and some of the courageous steps that you've taken that, that you, I didn't apply for a leadership role, like in all of the things that I've done, like I've published many books, I've done lots of design, like just because it needed to be done and no one was doing it. And I felt that this is really like there needs to be, there's got to be a better way to get the information out that was setting my soul on fire, right? To do the things that I did. And I felt like others also need to benefit. I need to be informed and all this. And so I started doing that design. And yeah. Well, and, you're going to be blown away when you see the 
the the new 10 week program because what i did was from the past like eight nine months i've extracted all of the exercises mm -hmm. that people have told me that oh like that exercise was so helpful because it really helped me dig into this thing or find out this thing where if you do these exercises for 10 weeks <laughs> by then like the, you'll look at the world differently right so i think it's going to be really powerful and and yeah and you're absolutely right. I think it's the, the the pattern is like the reason why you can do it for your clients, but you can't do it for yourself. And the same thing, the reason why I can do it for my clients and I can't do it for myself. And the reason why other people can see our brand so clearly, but we can't see for ourselves is because it, it's, I think it's what we talked about, right? It's, I can do it for my clients because for me, it's easy to kill my clients, darlings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not so easy to kill your own darlings, oh, right? I know it's horrible. it's horrible, and that's why every bre personal branding person, every branding person, comes to me and says, "Son." Wow. I know, like, I need to find my authentic self. I, I know, I do this for my clients. I find, like, but I can't do it for myself. It's because you can't kill your own darlings. Yeah, but I've hired guys. I've hired guys to do my brand and stuff like that, and it just came out back with shit. And I didn't really love it, you know, and I have to love it. And, yeah, so and I don't know if that's ego. Most likely I, it is. I, I think that the, the reason why is because they're not going through the process. So what I'm doing with my clients is, number one, I, sp I spend ungodly amount of hours watching their content before we even – Mm. jump in the kickoff meeting <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> so that i understand who they are i i spent ungodly amount, amount of time reading their comments on facebook see who what's their most popular post and try to figure out why like i so i spent ungodly amount of time try to understand who this person is first if they put out that much if they're already present on the web right sure. but some people are not right mm -hmm. so with those people I've just spent ungodly amount of hours just having conversations, deep one-on-one, -on -one, like childhood trauma, all of these deep conversations with them over and over to really, really, really see what, what pops, right? And, but that, that's what I mean. You can do that, like, by just by putting out a lot of content. That's therapy. That's, that's, like, what, <laughs> that's my realization from these last couple of weeks. Just put stuff out. And just talk about the things that matter most to you, right? Mm -hmm. Like th those are my values. My values are about, you know, like breaking the rules. It's about freedom. It's about being real. It's about, you know, being kind and helping others and like try to also not be too attached to like the established sort of understandings in, in any cultural sort of context, whether it's about, you know, education or spirituality, like the sort of things that you can't question, right? I like to question those things, not in a lot of militant way, but just because to break through and not get stuck on one definition of a thing. Because I think life is fluid and yeah. we need to always be open to a new meaning, to a new understanding, a new context. So by putting out contact, content that matters to me, I think I'm starting to like unconsciously define yeah. myself yeah. or allow myself to be known, to be seen rather than engineering. Exactly. You know? And don't feel like it, it, it's... um. Don't feel like just because you said it once. Yeah. Like you can't say it again. It's not a like, lesson. Oh, okay. You, here's the thing, right? I actually think the way the process that I'm doing it, if I logically break it, break down the pattern, 
reverse engineer what I'm doing is this. I'm doing this. I'm basically just saying the same thing a hundred different times using a hundred different examples or a hundred different stories. Mm-hmm. But the lesson is all the same. <laughs> so I bet you you'll notice that if you go back to all my short videos, there's probably 30 videos that talks about being yourself okay. <laughs> to think just being authentic. But I use 30 different examples and 30 different stories from my own life or maybe 30 different myth, truth, or whatever, 30 different ways to tell that same thing. Yeah. And then what I do is, that didn't hit, that didn't hit, nobody got that one, blah, blah, blah. But this thing, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> like, everybody was loves this thing. I have no Most. idea why. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you'll see, okay, I, I see what, and then you'll clearly start to see, okay, I see the world this way. Uh-huh. And here's all of these things. Mm-hmm. The world is this way, which you you don't fully, like both of those areas, you don't fully understand. But the more you do storytelling, the more you connect to that, you are, the more you understand, right? But when you keep putting out content like that and people are like, oh, people react to that. Oh, Now you start to understand the world and you start to understand audience, mainstream audience, how they think, right? Group think, all of that. Then you start to realize, okay, for me to deliver this message, the best way for me to deliver that message is like this. Yeah. And I know because I tested it 30 times. <laughs> yeah, that's, a great, that's a great way to, to get clarity but by doing yeah. it, right? not by more research or by rewriting the content 50 times. Yeah. That's not how you get clarity, I don't think. Like, I mean, and I'm the worst at that. I'm a worst critic. And and I need to get over that. It's also like like do you live in uh, your head a lot? Like where uh, this thing sucks or blah, blah blah blah. When you find out oh, everybody loved it, or oh this thing's amazing, but you find out nobody really. I'm cares. sure I do. Like, I'm sure I do. I'm sure I because I'm like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm very I'm, introspective. Yeah. Meaning yeah. I live in my own little world. Totally. Yeah. And then I, you know what I mean? I I, I tend to overthink things a lot just yeah. to find out that 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 weren't even thinking that way or like I, I do know. that a lot I know but what I noticed is that um for people like us we really need to put ourselves fully out there, out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah for somebody like Jay Shetty he doesn't have to do that all. he's very uh extra perspective meaning naturally yeah all of the, the, the information he gets all the things information and all the thinking that he does in his head is based on feeling out the world mm-hmm. and so he, and he's naturally just reacting mm-hmm. because i'm living in my own world with my block stuff i'm just blocking this out and then realize this. so i need to constantly put myself out there to because that's why i'm constantly surprised that's the one that went viral or oh, that's the one like it's because i i have such a wall between me and the rest of the world whereas in jay shetty he'll come to me and he'll say, let's reword this to this. Yeah. Like, he can already tell before what's going to work and what's not going to work because he's constantly connected with the world. I tweak and tinker too much, you know, like my own message and my own stuff. So I just need to decide on a workflow, on a, on a style, and then just put stuff out, yeah. like, according to that consistent yeah. sort of style a little bit and, and just do it and just go out there. And because there's plenty of topics, like, I just listened to you for an hour. I I watch something else. Like I get ideas and I, I connect dots also in a slightly different way than you would perhaps expect. 
And for myself, it's interesting. And maybe there's others who find it interesting, but I find it interesting enough to talk about it and put it out there. And I think uh -huh. I need to actually do more of that. And then something may emerge because I'm not only looking to redefine myself as a branding sort of uh, designer. You don't even have to. You don't even have to have that second agenda of maybe if I do that, I'll find this. Don't even worry about that second part. What I want you to do is just keep putting out whatever you find interesting, whatever it is. Yeah. Without any kind of expectation, and what's going to happen is it'll automatically happen. You'll automatically sense. Mm. Okay, I think this is my message. Or you ought to make it sense like I have to do it. Like okay, and and it's almost like this. When somebody brings me a email subject, or a, a copy for a carousel, or or headline, or sales copy, or when I read it, you don't even have to put it out there. I already know what's gonna work and what's not gonna work. Oh, yeah. I, I can sense it. I, I and I can't. If you tell me to break down why, I can't. But it's because I've I've launched hundred different sales pages in my life yeah. that I I already know that nobody's gonna get that mm. <laughs> or something like that, right? Yeah. But that person doesn't because they haven't put enough of themselves out there yet. But if you put yourself enough out there, you can almost sense it what's gonna work or what's not gonna work. That's weird. <laughs> no, it's not weird. I think it's quite normal. I have that with like like with typos or stuff like that. I see a sentence somewhere yeah 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 it's, it's exactly read, like that i didn't read the sentence but i know that there's a typo in there and i don't know what the sentence says yeah. but I see it and i'm not saying that's a great thing that's actually a curse half the time. you know when people say but, trust your gut yeah because you're and your gut is connected to your brain yeah i think there's something to that where i think there's some something that our subconscious recognizes like that typo yeah. or something like the the sense that i know that that copy is not going to work or yeah. like that that third sense, that third eye or whatever, that sense, I think is our subconscious is smarter than our logical brain. Yeah, I think so. so. That we can't break down reason why, but I, it, that feels like a scam. I don't. I can't exactly pinpoint why. It's just but, energy. Yeah. How it's, and our, how it's because of, here's a good example, right? Uh, you know, when the first iPhone came out, like it was like a thousand dollars, the first version of iPhone, and they, they didn't even have deals with like AT and T yet. Like, I mean, they you, you have to get AT and T, but you have to pay the full contract for AT and T, and you have to pay the full price for the phone too. Okay, so if you want a phone, iPhone, it's a thousand dollars. But there was this guy on the subway who came to me, and he he gave me an iPhone. He's like he, he was selling an iPhone, and it was like shrink wrapped. It looked it was like heavy. It looked just like a brand new iPhone, like the box mm -hmm. and everything. But he said it was $50, right? Like something in, something like my God told me that it's a scam, right? Yeah. Maybe if he said it, it's like $800, yeah. maybe I would. But I feel like our subconscious mind knows certain things. <laughs> it, it, it pays attention to those details and know, can tell a scam apart or tell this is, you know, fake or there's a typo there for some reason, like something like that. Sometimes I wonder if that's a blessing or if that's a curse, right? To to like see right through something that is trying to sell you a genuine iPhone, but it's so or you you read that copy. I think the reason why I think the reason why you do that is probably because you like you practice meditation and it's because the reason why most people don't have gut feelings 
Because mm. here's the thing, right? I've worked with a lot of people who work in like uh, who are like mediums or yeah. intuitives and things like that, and they 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 coach other people how to be more intuitive and stuff like mm. that. And a lot of people are like, oh, I have no idea. Like, I, I, right now, I feel like, uh, you know, the housing price is going down. Like, I don't know if I should buy right now or I should wait. Like, I, I don't know. They both seem like good. Like, I, I, what is your, and then they're like, what does your gut tell you? Like, I don't know. My gut doesn't tell me anything. Like, I, I, they're both 50-50. Like, a lot of people, the reason why people, they don't know what their gut tells them is because in the modern world, we're 24-7 living in our head. And we're not living in our body. So therefore, if if you ask a question like, okay, should I take this job or should I just quit my yeah. job and start a business? Like, I don't know. I don't know what my gut tells me. The reason why is because you're you're constantly living in your head. So just, I guarantee you, if you just detach, go in the mountain where there's no Wi-Fi, yeah. spend a week there, and you come back, you'll be crystal clear what gut what your gut tells you. I yeah, guarantee you. <laughs> you're trying really hard that it doesn't come. Yeah. But if you give yourself space and yeah. like just quiet the mind a little bit and enjoy yeah. other things, all of a sudden something comes. And but that's, that's why you probably have that. To learn that, to listen, yeah, and to, to yeah. tune into that, to tap into your yeah. So it's a yeah, blessing. That's well, that's actually what I try to do in all of my branding and design. Like when I try to like not so much contrive something or like pull a message out of my client, but I'm really trying to actually quiet all that noise. Yeah, you're the real <laughs> Yeah, I try to quiet the noise. Yeah. Let, let the real. You're like, the real Rick Rubin. Because <laughs> oh, that's Rick exactly Rubin. what Rick Rubin does, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I said I'm the Rick Rubin of web design, but I'm not really. Because uh, I think what I am, <laughs> I think what I am is like I'm the, the music journalist that takes Rick Rubin's work and then, and then I make sense out of it to mm -hmm. a point where maybe Rick Rubin didn't even understand or something like that, right? Because I think the beauty of Rick Rubin is he zero judgment, right? Like he really knows how to pull that person out of that, right? And the way he does it is by really being present and really listening to them hmm. and not trying to overthink it and things like that. But that's not the way I do it. So what that is actually a blessing. What what you just said is actually like pretty profound because there's two things, right? It's kind of like what I said about uh, what, what Rick Rubin said about like that Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Like sometimes like this thing comes out of you and you don't even know what it is until 10 years later or something like that, right? So what you're really doing is by being present and by really listening, by turning off your brains. Like every other branding strategist are coming in there going like, they're all dressed up like yeah they got the whole questionnaire you know <laughs> with their starbucks right <laughs> with, their, with their hipster like ipads and, blah, blah, oh, yeah. and then and then he was like <laughs> okay fill this out and blah, blah, blah. like they're all in their head trying to all the all same doing, questions yeah. they all ask the same questions exactly know, competition and all so, like cookies so those are the kids that are on their phone all day like never living in their body mm. they're just living in their head all day every day that they can be sitting in front of the client and the client is giving off all of this energy and the client is giving you everything, what their brain is all about, but nothing is registering. No, because they're trying to control the process. Exactly. By, you know, finding exactly. the answers to the questions, putting exactly. everything in boxes so that they have the building blocks to build that thing yeah. that they have in their mind. But even I do that. 
So what I need to do is I need to separate myself in my process. So I, I recommend you do this too. So what I have to do is because my strength is overthinking and over-engineering and reverse engineering and things like that, I tend to do that. Mm. And that gets in the way of coaching and that gets in the way of me doing client work i have recognized that early on in my career that mm. while the client in the middle of the telling something i'll jump to conclusion and <laughs> like you know what i mean that was a problem right so i have to learn how to be more like you your brain is just very fast and i had to like do yoga and i and i had to learn how to like turn off my brain and just push that stuff backwards and then during this three-hour kickoff meeting mm. just be totally present with them yeah be very and just just feel the energy right like I had to learn how to do that and separate that from this process of reverse engineering it. Do you understand what I mean? They try to involve some, some some type of innocence, right? So the innocence yeah. is free from the past and is not concerned about the future, but it's completely present. And that's the innocence. That's actually spirituality is completely being present. And when you're in that present moment, then you can talk about the things that really matters without worrying about the past or worrying about the future. You just talk freely. Like you just said, there's no agenda. There's no future mm -hmm. outcome that we're trying to engineer here. We're just really talking about the things that really matter most, the things yeah. that bother you, the things that you're really excited about. And you're probably naturally doing that in your meetings with clients. And that's probably why, that's probably your, if I had to take a guess, is your strength. The reason why you're able to pinpoint exactly what their brand is all about mm. is because you're going into each meeting with zero judgment, zero expectations, zero agenda of what this brand is about. You're there to fully absorb. Yeah, absolutely. I'm listening. And, I'm, obser yeah. I'm observing yeah. and taking copious notes for sure. I love note taking. Being present. Yeah. Feeling I mean, out the energy. Yeah. 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 And, and then also, therefore, yeah. you can cut through all the bullshit and go right to that thing. Yeah. Which other people cannot. Cause, but I do love to hear the opinions and I love to hear like what, what's bothering you and like all that stuff, like the real you, exactly. you know, yeah. not the thing that you think you have to present because the industry uh. expects that from you, but just really the real you. Like I have, I have a story about when I first started designing, like sort of professionally because our, our office was closed down because they got busted for using pirate, pirate software. <laughs> I had a raid, you know, because it's such using, a startup. Yeah, it was a startup <laughs> was using illegal software, you know, it was terrible. But anyway, I started I started to do my own thing. And uh, I thought that I needed to be professional, right? And just talk professional, dress professional, like you said, with the iPad. And I mean, there was no iPads back then. So it is in 2009. But it wasn't really super fulfilling. And the clients I was working with wasn't really kind of like sort of my kind of crowd right. or tribe, so to say. And then I posted something on, on, on Facebook, I think, at that time. That was a really kind of spiritual sort of, you know, kind of quote. And a client that I was working with, like, sent me a message like, hey, did you do this? Is this what you put out? I said, yeah, yeah. She said, oh, my God, I love this kind of stuff. I never knew that you were into this kind of stuff. And from there on, I actually completely changed how I put myself out because I didn't no longer mm -hmm. feel like I had to be professional. No, I had to just be me. And then the type of customers I was attracting, they were all the type of customers that I love working with because they believe and we share these kind of values and, and ideas. And, and to me, that really like was a big eye opener. And I use that also in, in, in encouraging my clients to do the same. Don't hide behind some sort of corporate image of how you think you need to look in order to be successful or, or talk or write. 
but just really be you. And it might take a few times and a few efforts and, you know, yeah. falling, you know, but you have to be comfortable just, yeah. you know, making mistakes and failing. But that message is on both sides, right? Like, let's say you're a designer. You're exactly right. That's what I did too. Like, I always give the client what I think they want, mm. right? Not like how I would do it or something like that. And then what happened was, and then I learned that same lesson over time that they actually like it better if I just do it yeah. the way I would want. But then also there are clients who won't let me do that, who, who, who still wants it their way. But this is what usually happens. Like I had a client who did that, who, 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 like every time I, 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 I come up with idea and I will suggest to them like that. No, let's just like that guy was very stubborn and he wanted done his way. Right. But then when I started posting my content and I started doing well and he's like, Oh, Hey, did you do that? Did you do that? And I'm like, yeah, this is what I wanted to do for you, but you wouldn't let me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like yeah. that happens too. Mm-mm. So that's, this is why you really need to let yourself be you. And yeah. But you have to be willing to fight with yeah. a client sometimes too and argue and yeah. just, just present an alternative. To and I don't really argue anymore. Like I used to in the beginning. <laughs> I don't argue. But what anymore. I'll do is I'll, I'll make one big argument. Yeah. And then I'll, but I'll, I'll end the argument. Like, like I'll be, I'll make one big case. I'll say this, this, here's a practical tip for you. So whenever I was like, oh, clients are look, make logo bigger. I'm like, no, you know, like it's going to be like that, but blah, 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 whatever it is. Right. That's how, and then they're like, nah, blah, 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 you go back and forth. Right. Instead of doing that, well, what I say is this. I say, um, okay, so based on the 100 websites that we've done, the reason why we did the logo like this mm-hmm. is because I have a reason for how I do design everything. Yeah. That's the reason why. So I give them my reasoning. And I said, but you're the client. You're the, you're the ones paying the bills. Mm-hmm. So if you still want me to make it bigger, I'll give you what you want. But that's not what we recommend. Mm-hmm. And I just end it there. Yeah, and usually when I do that, very rarely they're like, "I still want it bigger." They're like, "Oh, if that's the case, I'll trust you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what usually happens. We'll go with your expertise. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had a lot of people. Be- yeah, here's the problem, right? What 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 almost everybody unknowingly in the corporate world, the, what the co- corporate world has trained all of us to do, is to is to try to take on all the credit without taking on any of the responsibility yeah so what what we've done is we we forgot that that the the credit comes with the responsibility if something goes wrong right of course so what what he did was what the client is doing to me right there is they're trying to make the decision to make the logo bigger oh and i want to change this one to this they're trying to make the micro decisions and then when something goes wrong they want to blame me for it, saying that it didn't work because of the the, the, the sure. design agency. Blah, blah, blah. So now I'm turning that back on them, right? So what I'm saying is, okay, if you want to blame me, fine, blame me, mm. right? But let me make the decision, right. so you can blame me. Right. But if you if you're trying to make the decision right now, now I'm turning the keys back over to you. Yeah, so yeah. usually with every project, remember I told you that I said. In, in the podcast, when we were talking about money versus doing what passion, I said that I have, I clearly have two buckets. And here are the projects where I'm doing for money. Yeah. On the projects that I'm doing for money, I might, I might work on something for 20 hours and then charge like $100,000. Yeah. 
Okay, a client has no idea, right? Okay, we spent because of blah, just because we're so good at it or we're just so fast at it. Blah, blah, blah. But I know that this is for money. I don't care. I, I don't care Pfizer. I don't care American Red Cross. You can afford it. Okay. Here we have Gabby Bernstein, who's spending her own money out of her own wallet trying to make her own website, but trying to change the world, but whatever it is, right? Now I know that this is not for money, right? Or it's a project where I want to really try this or try something new, passion. I know that it's not for money, right? And so I lose money on these projects, but it's okay because this this makes up for it. It's I, I, I clearly draw a line between what are my money projects versus what are my passion projects, okay? Now, what I just told you right now is how I make that decision. Yeah. Very early on, I would, we would go, blah, 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 and the client would cut, go against us. And here's the litmus test. Here, here, here's the, or not the litmus test, but what do you call that? When you send those, those birds. The, I'm not sure. In the, in the cave. <laughs> okay. Like, so the test is this. If the client says, I still want it my way, or something like that, Versus, so here I can test. What I'm doing is I'm putting the client to the test and I'm saying, okay, I can do everything exactly the way you want it and it'll get done fast and it'll be get done right and then it's going to be expensive <laughs> and then you take the responsibility if something goes wrong, blah, blah, blah. Or you're giving me the keys and I'm going to drive this project, right? But you know that you're going to get more out of me because of that. But what you don't get is get a saying in this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I make that decision right there in that pl- in that point. And then, well, okay, okay, I get. Okay, it's I hard. see you're that it's client. Hard. <laughs> it's hard for clients to let go of control because they they pay you, so they feel that they need to have the final say and the final, you know, making yeah. decisions. But that's fine. That that as long as you pay, I'll do that. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. There's a reason why they're paying you, right? Not uh, to uh, get uh. in the way and then uh. make the. But final here's the thing, right? With this bucket of clients, yeah, what's going to happen is if you try to like get it your way too, this is what happens when you try to make money and doing what you love at the same time instead mm-hmm. of separating it. When you do that, what's going to happen is this client's going to be like, and then you're going to argue and you're going to do, okay, how about this? You're going to go. So you're going to put in a lot of work. And even at the end, they're still not going to, they would have been happier if you just went with the original one that took you an hour to do instead yeah. of spending 20 hours yeah. and they would have paid for it just as much. Mm. But now you didn't even get what you want and they didn't get what they want. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it would have actually been better if you just gave them the first version, spend an hour and make the money and make them happy. That would have been the better decision here. But if you let the project go on too long, it's too late by then. You have to, detect that early on but that's 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 a weakness also like when you're a people pleaser and you're trying to just please your client or or you know either get feedback or people please or seek validation right which is like really a pitfall because you know i'm really you're trying to bring your expertise to to the table and then when it's being challenged and i don't mind a challenge but like ideas that are definitely not you know like going to work that they feel so strong about you have to be able to to tackle those and I think the best way, like yeah, you don't tell them up front. Like, yeah, you can't. But well, I think education is a you, big thing, right? Like you, you can't expect the client to know all these things, right? They didn't go to school. But here's what I'm saying. Okay. If let's say that conflict happened, 
in the yeah. in the first first meeting or because that kind of conf- if if that's gonna happen that's gonna happen in your first meeting first couple of meetings because they're you're gonna disagree on something and you're gonna be like oh we should do it like this and they're like no I think we should do it like you know what I mean but in in that just few minutes of that back and forth you can kind of already tell you you your gut should be able to sense whether this client is over here or over here yeah do you understand what I mean. For myself, it's like you said also, like you make the argument once and you have a good talk about it and you bring all the all the reasons why or why not. And then you leave the decision with them, but you make it clear, like whose responsibility is what. But you got you can't be afraid to to just like always be like a pushover. You've got to bring the argument and and not be afraid to. But I feel like I argue less. I feel like I bring I bring good, good suggestions and good ideas. And they usually and that's also over time is how you present it. It, the idea is like it's not a vanity project like oh how do i look mm-hmm. or how does the logo make me look it's really about like how does the whole website and the image like how you know achieve your goal your business goal like you have a goal and is this going to help you get that goal i feel that's more, much more helpful to have a much more productive conversation when you talk about the overall goals and not the thing that's the means to that goal i find but it's hard for clients to let go they pay you so they feel like they need to have a say and a big influence on the whole you know, final outcome of their, their brand. But I have to say, I enjoy it. I enjoy every project. I enjoy every client. I, I love humans. I love the human spirit. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's hard, but that's also something for me that I need to learn. And I'm also shifting a little bit more from design and brand to actual coaching that I'd like to, you know, just have chats with people and, and get them to also connect the dots because I feel that there's a lot of, and then sort of activate that inner, fire in them you know that soul fire the reason why they need to get out and go to do that thing we're talking about leadership and i relate it somewhat to like unfulfilled potential if you see in a client that they have so much in them but they're not using it to me that's a crime mm-hmm. you know it's it's something that needs you know hey let's like are you there's a everything that based on today's conversation i'm going to tell you this mm. if you were my client what I'd I would love, say, yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> if you were my client, what I would say is, Rob, your your superpower and your brand story is the fact that you started at Ashram and you did that and blah blah blah. blah. Because <clears throat> the fact that you have that practice allows you to enter the project like that in a way that nobody nobody else does, mm-hmm. which is to be really present and to be really listening and to really get the authentic you out of them. Whereas in everybody's coming in with that already wall closed off, they're all in their head, mm. right? Like here, here's your differentiator. When, when that client is having a meeting with another brand strategist, that meeting is being done in the head, mm. <laughs> like, right? When they're in a meeting with you, that meeting is done like, in the body and the head. Do you understand what I mean? And therefore you can get much more out of them. That's the feedback I get, but you, you put right. it really well. And if I say that, right, I'm, I'm like, that's what it is. And that's what you should message. You're going to tell me like, no, it's not that. It's, just, it's, it's also the fact that blah, blah, you're going to try to tack on all these other things. Do you understand what I mean? And that's exactly what happens. I think you put it quite well, but yes, could I come up with 10 other, you know, comments to that? Sure. But I I take that. I think you've summarized it really well. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. For myself, it's the it's the the hurdle of getting back out there and showing myself as I am right now, as opposed to like say five years ago, uh, when I was also running a community and going live and doing all the shit you know that we're doing right mm -hmm. now. But right now, I have like I feel like that's definitely a different person. I would literally call it a change of heart. Like I had a heart surgery, but anyway, it's like that's kind of like you know good title probably for a. Do you, do you feel like you um like you're you're waiting for that moment to just well i'm not waiting really? anymore i'm taking oh. steps and joining night owl nation is it one oh. of those steps and like oh. getting confidence and getting the support and the love from the community that is helping me to take that step and put myself oh. out there again and, and going live on or, on instagram and stuff like that. i've never done a reel until last week so that <laughs> oh yeah you, you said that <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome hilarious. That is hilarious but i love that and it's given me a lot and uh, yeah, I'm very excited though about the future, the immediate future, and also long longer term. I feel very very excited, and I I've I have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of energy. I'm trying to like hone it in That's and good. not get too sprayed out. So and I need to just put it out. Be launching my 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 new and improved uh, website yeah. soon, and yeah. So I'm 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 very excited for that definitely. Yeah. And I think you have helped me a lot in that. Maybe you know it or you don't know it, but you have. So. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And Absolutely. thank you so much for being part of the community, being really like, you know, you, you, you bring everybody together also. You kind of like also support everyone else. So thank you oh, for that's awesome, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I love it. Well, great to see you. Thank you for this chat. Great talking to you. Great to be here. Thank Steve. you, everyone. Everyone where, where can people find you? What's your website? Okay, sure. well, people can find me in Night Owl Nations, but you have to join the Night Owls. <laughs> Good answer. We'll put uh, your Instagram and stuff on the... On you can the, find me on my Instagram, and my website is BrandQuest Media, which is a, 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 a perpetual work in progress, but uh, that's where you can find me. And thanks, son. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Thanks, Rob. See you, everyone, next week. Cheers. Bye.